Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere you get that Odyssey app. You can also find us at WILKnewsradio.com or anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show, and I appreciate you guys doing that. I was listening to the Odyssey app coming back from Virginia, listening to Sue Henry step in. It's always good to hear her voice on the radio. Always a good show. So I appreciate her uh, sitting in for the two days that I uh, took some much-needed family time down away. Uh, I, you know, this this next headline jumped out at me because it was pretty comical, to say the least. And, uh, you know, we were talking before about the sanctuary cities and what's going on, that there's a lot of lip talk, there's a lot of raising the red flags or surrendering almost the white flag if you want to call it New York, saying that they're at their breaking point and there is no fix anywhere in the foresight. Uh, Well, elections have consequences. So I'm going to bring this stuff up. We're going to talk about them. It doesn't mean I feel sorry for New York City. New York City brought this upon themselves, just like Philadelphia, what Mayor Kenny does. And they have avenues to do these things. You know, has New York put out a media campaign saying we are no longer a sanctuary sanctuary city. We will be cooperating with ICE. We will be cooperating with the federal authorities when it comes to deportations of people who meet the criteria. Very few people get approved for asylum. Very few people have the the reasonings but the system, the way it's rigged now, the way it's this manufactured crisis, they're just coming in under that apex and saying, yeah, give me a date four or five years from now to go to a trial. And I, I think most people realistically realize that if they've been here for four or five years, maintained some sort of employment, didn't get themselves in trouble, and they get an asylum hearing and they're found that they do not qualify – we're not going to pick them up and send them send them back to where they came from or, or out of the country to anywhere. That's just not what's going to happen, and I think that's what the people who are manufacturing this crisis knows. But to what to what end? You you are turning off the migrants who came here legally, the migrants who are waited on the waiting list to get here, who did everything they needed to do. You, you're really pissing them off, and all you have to do is listen to that demographic talk about it they they are probably angry most about this influx of illegal migration that that's come our cities are at their breaking point and again we, you know we talked about it and I can't overstate I told you weeks ago that every agency in New York City had to be affected it's just it's a dollars and cents thing you cannot spend 2% of your uh, 10% of your operating budget and not expect there to be repercussions elsewhere because of short funding it's going to be felt everywhere. And because of that breaking point, it's going to come here. And they're 100% correct, the caller Wendy that called. It's going to affect food prices. It's going to affect our rent here. It's going to affect our education very easily. I mean, you, you drop four or five kids in a local school district that only has, you know, 100 per class or 1,000 people in their school district altogether. I mean, I, I think the Lakeland School District averages around 100 kids per class. I mean, you drop four or five, six migrants that don't speak English into a school district like that, it kind of throws everything haywire as far as spending. How do we get a, you know English as a second language teacher? What kind of services do they need? How are they picked up? How are bus drivers going to speak to the children? How are we? It's just all those things that encompass that. 
and you talk about food prices and everything like that in our area, well, just look when they when they increased food stamp prices or EBT or however they dish that out now. When they increased that, food prices increased by the same percentage. That's just the way it works. If people have free money, and yes, it's money to help them get by. It's money to help a lot of them feed their children. I get that. But it is free money. You're giving people money from the taxpayer base to say, hey, go out and buy goods. Those goods are being food. Nutritious food, whatever kind of food they can get, that's fine. It's still goods purchasing. It's the same thing when they dumped all the stimulus money into the account. People had discretionary cash to go out and spend things on. They had money that was given to them, found money. Now, you can argue with it if you want, if it's found or not found, but it is. You are getting money that you are not earning to go out and buy the things that you need. That puts puts an extra strain on that supply chain, on that avenue. Costs then go up because they need to move these products, being the stores, being wherever you go shop for these things. So it will affect every aspect of what we're going on. But moving off from immigration, the Biden administration is canceling the remaining oil and gas leases in Alaska Arctic Refuge. Scranton-born Alaskan governor threatens to sue Scranton-born president. So, uh, you know, this is an article from the Associated Press that the Times-Tribune ran, as they often do. Basically, you know, telling us the story that we did, we already knew, but, you know, the Scranton-born Alaskan governor threatens to sue the Scranton board president puts us right in the main stage on national politics yet again. And, again, it's it's issues like this. It's issues where the Biden administration and especially the Democrats from this area want to latch on to that Biden legacy so much. You are raising that flair saying, hey, you know, if you want to prove a point, send your troubles here to Scranton. Send your troubles to northeast Pennsylvania. Send your troubles to that area. Now, that could be in the form of, you know, start busing the migrants here. It could be the form of a lot of things that we're dealing with, Uh, especially the fact that we could be here in Pennsylvania energy independent if we wanted to be. But the Biden administration has canceled the remaining seven oil and gas leases in the Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, overturning sales held in the Trump administration waning days and angering Republicans. The Department of the Interior scrapping of the leases comes after the Biden administration disappointed environmental groups earlier this year by approving the Willow Oil Project in the Petroleum Reserves a massive project by ConocoPhillips, Alaska, that could produce up to 180,000 barrels of oil a day on Alaska petroleum-rich North Slope. Projections are proposed for more than 20,000 square miles of land in the reserve in the wild uh, western Arctic. Some critics who said that the approval of the willow flew in the face of the Biden's pledges to address climate change lauded Wednesday's announcement, but they said more could be done. So basically, this was an appeasement to the ecological yahoos that, and and I shouldn't say yahoos, the ecologically concerned base that wants to protect, wants no drilling, wants, you know, thinks 
you know, our solar and our wind power could be everything that 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 could be up to par with. We need our nuclear power plants. It's as simple as that. And until we get them, you want you want sustainable clean energy. There it is. Now we could still progress with our wind and solar, but it's not going to be there anytime soon. But Alaska's Republican governor, Mike Dunleavy, condemned Biden's move and threatened to sue. And uh, with that note, we have another emergency action, uh, emergency uh, alert system notification coming our way. So you might want to turn your radios down. Just What were you talking about here? We were talking about the Alaska's Republican governor from this area in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Mike Dunleavy, condemned Biden's move and threatened to sue when at least one Democrat lawmaker said the decision could hurt indigenous communities in an isolated region where oil development is an important economic driver. The 1979 Scranton Central High School graduate who starred in basketball there and in college became the Alaska governor in 2018, was reelected in 2022. Interior Secretary Deb Holland, who drew criticism in her role in the approval of the Willow Project, said Wednesday that no one will have rights to drill for oil in one of the most sensitive landscapes on Earth. But that happens to be where the oil is, too, Miss Secretary. So we're going to have to eventually, you'll just have to move out of the way before we do that, to become energy independent so we're not controlled by the puppets in the oil region of the world. That being said, it's time for traffic and weather. We have Nikki in the... Well, thank you, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. You might run into some issues out there as the rain continues to come down. It's foggy in spots and winds may be causing some problems. We have an accident, 81 northbound between Nanticoke and Wilkesbury. That might be backing you up just a bit. North Main Avenue, uh, there is an accident in the Scranton area, Green Ridge section, right around Putnam Street. Um, that might hold you up a little bit. And we have some pooling of water in the roadway uh, in the Rock Cut on Route 309, South Memorial Highway, Cross Valley Expressway between Luzerne and Shavertown. You're going to be slowing down to around 15 miles per hour. Watch out for that water in the roadway on 6 and 11 in the Clark Summit area as well. That could be causing some problems. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. You guys have the warnings that are out there. Just be careful. Drive carefully. Be aware of your surroundings at all times. The severe thunderstorm watches and warnings this afternoon. Tonight, warm and humid. Storms ending low 70. Friday, warm with showers and storms possible, high 84. Saturday, spotty showers and storms possible, high 82. Sunday, spotty showers and storms possible, high 77. It's currently 72 degrees here and rainy outside at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We're going to see. Uh, lost what I was bringing up now. Wouldn't come up. There we go. Um, well, here's good news coming out of the Biden administration, and I know that. Uh, that uh, is often <laughs> few and far between. Actually, before I get to that, let me get to the phones. I have uh, Bill from Wilkesbury on migrants to Scranton. Bill. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I, mean, my, I think the approach here is fairly simple, especially in Luzerne County, where we have a 
Republican County Council, and that's to say, look, we're simply not going to enact uh, property taxes or other taxes necessary to take care of people who are not citizens of the United States or illegal immigrants to the United States, so don't send them here because they're simply not, the money's not going to be here, the services aren't going to be here, and uh, and they just won't get any services other than emergency services. We're not going to leave somebody lying in the street if they're really in trouble, but there just aren't going to be any other services for them. And if New York City wants them, if New York City wants to pay $300 hotel rooms for people who are not in the country legally, then that's New York City's problem, but we can't let it become our problem. Now, I'm not, I'm not anti-immigrant. Remember, a, refu- a genuine refugee fl- fleeing from a oppressive regime like the Jews who Franklin Roosevelt sent back to Germany in the early 1940s, uh, those, those make some of our best citizens because they know how valuable freedom is. Vietnamese boat people running away from the communists, uh, very productive American citizens. Immigrants who come here illegally, like our own ancestors, if we're not Native Americans, we're the descendants of immigrants. Uh, but the migrant is somebody who just walks in like they own the place and they demand services at the expense of our society, which we simply cannot afford, and the working people of this country should simply refuse to pay for. Yeah, I agree, Bill. And a lot of the migrants, a lot of the illegal migrants are coming in, are coming from countries where unrest is very normal. And when they don't get services that they were promised there, unrest was very common. And you have a lot of these people from Venezuela from places like that that are coming here, uh, from China and Russia that are coming here. You know, we're seeing a big uptick on those demographics coming through both our southern and northern borders uh, of America. So Hong Kong Chinese, uh, those sound like people we want because they share our value. They're genuinely fleeing an oppressive regime, and they also have job skills. Uh, people who don't want to live under Vladimir Putin uh, yeah, may, maybe we should take a look at those, just like the people who were running away from the Axis in the 1930s and 1940s, but these people who just want to come here for the money and they aren't really being persecuted and they, they aren't in fear for their lives, I don't see why we should be paying for them. No, and, and it's it's especially for our area, it's easily said than done. We, we could say as a government, well, we're not going to provide these services, but... We do have to provide health care if there's emergency health care that they needed. If they do show up at a school, the law mandates that the child be educated if, he's school, if he or she is a school-aged child. So it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated once it's at our doorstep and already here. It's just a matter of we need to start heeding the warning signs now and watch what's going on in these cities. Because you could very well have a mayor here in Scranton or in other places say, yes, you know, we're, we're open for business. We're, we're a compassionate society. We want, and, and, you know, the, there's a fine line between that. But being a compassionate society for a manufactured crisis is not what people are looking for. Absolutely. The crisis is manufactured. And, you know, being a, a compassionate society, when people who are already having trouble staying in their homes because of property taxes, get the bills for this, I have a feeling that that will end pretty quickly. I'm surprised it hasn't in New York City, but I guess they'll vote for that kind of government regardless of how badly it performs. 
It is. And like I said, elections have consequences. It's hard to feel sorry for cities like this when they've created their own issues. But the domino effect of their issues are going to be all our issues shortly. Bill, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, 531 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I uh, got a bunch of text messages coming in. People are asking about what roads are closed. I, I only have the same traffic maps that you guys probably have in your cars. Um, I'm not really seeing anything jump out of me as closed. It's very spur of the moment, so I'm sorry I can't pass along that information. But I, I know do know that Nikki monitors it, and uh, when she comes in with the traffic, she'll give you some more updates on that. But I understand a lot of people are driving in this, trying to get home and dealing with uh, what's going on out there. But a lot of the flash flooding or spur of the moment uh, weather issues that are dealing with really aren't coming across on the traffic map that I have um, as clearly as I'd like to pass them along to you. So if you have if you're driving around and you have issues out there, please text them into us. So let us know. Somebody also texted text in uh, Rob, our laws mandate that we need to educate non-citizens? Actually, yeah, they do. Um, 22 PA Code 1111D specifically states a child's right to be admitted to school may not be conditioned on the child's immigration status. A school may not inquire regarding the immigration status of a student as part of their admissions process. And that's right in the Pennsylvania Charter Code 22 PA Code 1111D is where that's found. Um, and it's the same thing for emergency medical care. If you show up in an emergency room, you need to be treated to stabilize yourself, to stabilize you, um, without any basis for payment. So an emergency room can't say, we're not going to treat you. We're not going to treat the bone sticking out of your arm because uh, you don't have insurance. They're going to treat you. They may not treat you the fullest you need to be treated, uh, but they are supposed to at least stabilize you. And these are the things that are going to happen. So it's easy to say, hey, we don't, we're just not going to pay for the services for people to come here. It, it's, that, that's a good front to put off to prevent it. It's a good mitigation, but that's all it is. It's a, it's a minor mitigation because, you know, when they do start showing up, and they will, they're already here. Illegal migrants are in our cities now, um, and there's there's you know regular people who live here. Just because someone speaks a different language doesn't mean they're an illegal migrant. So we we have to differentiate what's going on here. You have the people who come here legally to make America a great place. We are a nation of immigrants. We've always have been. We need to fix that process because we're being overrun. Our resources are being stretched to their limits, if not surpassed. And uh, we'll have to see what's going on as far as this goes. Because, like I said, it does not take much for our local school districts to get overwhelmed when you drop you know, a couple of people in that, that they didn't account for that really aren't part of the tax base. Now, the homes they're living in are, obviously. But if, if you've had an apartment complex or an apartment building, a larger apartment building, being planned somewhere in your school district. That's taken into account. All right, how many families are going to be in this apartment building? How many kids are they going to have? What kind of uh, what kind of strain is that going to put on uh, on our uh, our school systems and all our other systems as well? So 
there it goes. And as far as the legal right to attend school, I just read you the Pennsylvania Code that says that uh, they can't even inquire about your immigration status. A child of a school, of he or she is of school age, has to be admitted to school. Nikki's sitting here with her mouth open. So, what's the sense of even being a citizen? Like, why? Yeah. Why bother? Like, what? What are we do? What did we? Oh, we were born here, so that might have been our first problem. Like, but it, I, you can't even ask. I mean, I realize it's not the kid's fault, but they should ask so they can encourage the parents to do what's right. And if the parents don't want to do what's right, then you don't enjoy the benefits of being a, of a citizen of this country. Well, one of the big things in New York City I was watching today that's they're getting. 30 to 60 day waivers for any vaccines. So you're sending kids to public school and and I understand vaccines are a question. I'm not talking about COVID vaccine. I'm talking about the basic ones that mumps, you know, rubella, you know, things things that have been around for decades. I'm not talking about experimental vaccines or vaccines haven't gone through the the main process. But my kid can't go my my kid before they stepped in that school here in Northeast Pennsylvania. I had to provide them with the whole booklet of every shot they have on each day to uh-huh. make sure they were up to date before they could step foot in the school. But now they have these 30- and 60-day waivers for all vaccines. I'm not talking about recent things that have come up. I'm talking mm. about vaccines throughout history. I mean, you're, you're with people from third-world countries that's never seen a vaccine at all. That may be a good thing. It may be a bad thing. Who knows? But you can't have two sets of rules, and for, they are yeah. they are yeah. setting up two sets of rules. Us and them. Yeah. And how do you not, when, when when us say something, they're like, oh, you guys are racists. No, you got two rules. Yeah. F- f- pick one. One or the other. You're causing the division, but then blame it on us when yeah. we call you on your hypocrisy. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Talking about hypocrisy, it's time for traffic uh-huh. and weather. Which it's, a lot of people have been asking about the road closures and such that are popping up. Road closures popping up. Yes, I, I look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to open that email. I think I. I there's a lot the, of problems I, on the roads. That's I, what I was going to say. Use yeah. common sense while you're out there. I do know. I've been looking at this accident. There seems to be an accident right around the Nanny Coke area on 81 northbound. That is um, backing up that area. There's various areas of slowing in both directions of 81 between Wilkesbury and Scranton. We have the um, we have fog, we have heavy rains, we have hail causing issues. I there's a pool in the middle of Route 309, the Cross Valley Expressway, uh, right around the rock hut that is causing you to either slow or not move at all. West Main Street uh, near St. Mary's Cemetery looks to be closed right now too for some unknown in reason. In Hanover Township? Yes. Okay, so that's closed for no. So there's a lot of issues. You have to use caution while you're out there driving because of the debris. And uh, I'm going to try to get you a full update for the next break, okay? All right. All right. Thank Thank you very much. Have a great day. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Severe thunderstorm watches and warnings this afternoon. Um, you guys know the drill. There's bad weather in our area. It's going to be coming through to at least probably about 7 o'clock. So just be careful driving around. Be aware of the alerts and be aware of your traffic issues when you go. Tonight, warm and humid. Storms ending low 70. Friday, warm with showers and storms possible. High 84. Saturday, spotty showers and storms possible. High 82. 
Sunday, spotty showers and storms possible, high 77. It's currently 70 degrees with some storms coming through our area now at your official weather station, WILK. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. Be careful driving around out there. You guys have heard the alerts going all day. We're talking about, uh, you know, how the immigration, the illegal migration manufactured crisis is overwhelming the major cities not very far from us and we really need to uh, pay more attention here in our backyard because it's just a matter of time before we are dealing with the same thing they are at their breaking point the mayor is basically throwing his hands up and saying they don't know what to do they're informing their teachers they're on their own with dealing with everybody so we'll we'll I have to keep monitoring it. I just got another text, Mr. Rob. Wife just called to let me know that Route 11 is closed on the Nanacoke side of Plymouth, the Jersey Devil. I appreciate that. Let us, let's uh, warn people what's going out there. Even if you don't use your phone's GPS to go home or your CarPlay, whatever you use for that, you might want to put it in, put in your home address because there are some closures in our area that we're dealing with. Let's go to the phone now. We have uh, Joe from the Back Mountain on immigration. Joe. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, you know, actually, when you think about it, immigration is the most divisive uh, issue in our country. I think. Don't you agree? Um, it, it, it's I, causing so many other issues. I would say it's this. It's stemming from that. So yeah, I'd say you're on the right path there. I, I agree. I, I yeah, I think even more so than abortion or or uh, you know. Wokeism, whatever you want, their rights, blah blah. This issue is really very divisive, and it seems like elected leaders are just turning a blind eye to the whole situation. If you look at like Governor Abbott in Texas, he's actually doing what he said he would do, and that's enforce the laws of Texas. To protect the people and the communities down there, and Biden won't do anything to help. Okay, nor Mayorkas, any of these people. They they don't have an interest in solving the problem at all. So he has to resort to drastic measures, and then he's vilified for it. Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm listening. Oh. And yeah, and, and you know, and he's vilified for it for doing his job and Biden won't do his job. You know, there's, I mean, most of the American people are not against immigration. We want people in the world to have uh, the same things we have. I'd like to see every country have the same opportunity at wealth, education, freedom, and safety that most Americans, you know, have, and we cherish. But the problem is that they're importing the problems here. Yeah, there are many good people coming here that deserve a chance, but there's a lot of bad people coming in, and that's what most people are against. They want people vetted. They're not against the people who who need a chance, who who want to become uh, productive citizens. We're not against that. But there's a lot of bad actors coming in, Rob, and that's, that's causing a lot of problems that people aren't even aware of. 
there is, and, Joe, and just like with the with just like with the Social Security and Medicare issue, it's a scare tactic that that they like to use. They like to say, "Well, you're going to try and deport all these. You're going to try and round up all these people and deport them." When when no one is talking about that, yes, we should round no. up people with criminal records, round up violent felons that shouldn't have been here to begin with, and send them out of the country. Yes, we should be doing that. But people who have been in this country for years, they're productive, they have families, they have roots here. You know, We need to come up with some kind of pathway for them to legally be here. And they don't want to address right. the problem because there's billions upon billions of dollars. Just think of all the non-government agencies, these, these non-for-profits yes. that are making yes. millions off of this crisis because they're it's getting government contracts to deal with them, to feed them, to give them medical care, to get them yes. housing. This yeah. this is this is a, a cornucopia of money for these individuals that are making a fortune off of it. That's why this crisis isn't going away. But a lot of the money is coming from the American taxpayer to backdoor means, covert ops or whatever, covert programs in the government. And these omnibus bills, we don't know what was in all these bills, these infrastructure bills and all the COVID bills that were written. There's there's stuff buried in there, I'm sure. Oh, there's there's passages in there where money's going to, uh, to fund this resettlement and uh, therefore making it into a business, but it's taxpayer money. I, it can't. I, I guarantee you, it's not all coming from individual contributions. No, it's I... definitely it's definitely coming from the government. Like Dan said, oh, we have to pass something to see what's in it. You know. Well, no. How about how about we have uh, full disclosure before we pass anything. Yeah, how I about how about you do your job as a le- legislature and prove to me why you need it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. That would be the witness test. Thank you. Yeah. Well, okay, just wanted to touch base. Have a great weekend. All right, you too, Joe. And, stay uh, stay safe you. with the weather out there. All right, thank you. Take care. Um, Dallas Township, uh, Lake Street, after Country Club Road is closed. We're getting another opt-out here. Just got notice that our 911 is out. Go to the nearest fire station in Susquehanna County. Uh, I haven't confirmed that. This is just text messages coming over, but just got a notice that uh, if your 911 is out, go to the nearest fire station in Susquehanna County. So Susquehanna County might be having issues with their uh, 911 system. So just be aware of your surroundings. Um, know what's going on around you. Be aware that there is uh, there could be flash flooding, there could be road closures, there could be anything. So you might want to put your GPS on, even if you're only going a couple miles to from your work to home or from the store to home or wherever you're going to home, uh, just to be careful out there. It's uh, 5.55 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute.